What's up, everybody? This is No Chance Podcast, the podcast about everything and nothing at the same damn time. My name is Ryan. My name is Nate. Thank you all for listening. Let's get to it. What's up, everybody? Episode five of the No Chance Podcast. As always, your host, Ryan. And Nate. And uh, we are live. Episode five. We actually had a previously episode five recorded, but kind of lost it. So my so bad. it's episode five, take two. And it's um, a little late. I'm not going to be honest. We missed out on a Friday, but we can't be slipping on five episodes. It's yeah, not good. It's, it's fun. Uh, this is a special episode, very special episode. Yeah, uh, we have two other people here with us today. It's the first episode with other people aside from Ryan <laughs> and myself. Um, so it's gonna be a roundabout discussion today, a um, roundtable discussion, round, if you will. Roundtable, yeah. Um, so let's kind of introduce a little backstory of our two uh, two guests. They happen to have the same name, but are two totally different sizes. Anyways, we have uh, Marco and Marco. So uh, say hi to the the peoples, guys. How's it going, people? What's happening? Um, So a little bit about them. Uh, We all worked at the same place, and that's Nike. One of us still works there. Or actually, three of. (laughs) Not wait. One of us doesn't work there. The three do. So. Um, yeah, we just kick it and talk about streetwear. That's pretty much how we all met, right? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. I mean, we all worked at Nike for a reason. I feel like we all just gravitated towards that. Similar thing. Yeah, because we liked it. But, Product. I mean, they're into the, pretty much the same stuff that we are. Um, I don't know. One of them, one of them isn't as much, but uh, we'll, you guys will be the judge of that. Yeah, you guys will be able to figure that <laughs> out now later. Uh, Marco, give them a background of... Just a little bit about you. We're gonna we're gonna do like a like a Marco one Marco two thing, or we should just say like so like names. who's who's. All right, how about uh Marco Marco C. Marco C. Give us give us your little backstory or who are you? Who are, Where you? are you from? Where am I from? Well, well. <laughs> all right, Michael Martinez. Yeah, let's go with right, you first. I, I need to think it's about right. this a little. What's up? Where are you from, Marco? I'm from, you know, I'm from the Silicon Valley, Mountain View. Oh, yeah, okay. Tech, tech okay. boys, but now we're in San Francisco. Just change of location, change of people. Change all right, crowd, so. Need a new start. That's right. Here. All right, right, so what are some things you like? What are your, your uh, interests? I really... Like like they said, I'm also into streetwear. I like the hype, anything that's hype. He's honest. At least um, he's honest. I just like that. That's been like my main focus lately. I used to really be into cars, but it sort of just shifted into streetwear. And I feel like in a way, the two collo- like correlate with each other. But yeah, that's main. That's my main main interest. He's also a very known reseller of lots of things. Resale game heavy. <laughs> Not Nike product. Not Nike product, though. Okay, Marco, do you have a little background? Uh, are you ready? See, or what? now, all y'all know who is the one who's not that much into streetwear, because that, that's me. But um, from Sassoon, or if no one knows what that is, the Fairfield. Oh, no. Fairfield, <laughs> 707. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he's no one zip code. Yeah, there we go. Area codes. Um... Yeah, I mean, I will be honest, I recently just started getting into, like, the streetwear game, really. Um, when I was a kid, I wasn't really into that sort of stuff. I was more that kid that, like, played video games 
read books, whatever. Uh, nerd. <laughs> oh, hey, no. hey, high key, high oh, key, no. high key. Not gonna lie. That's good um, though. That's good. At least we'll have like a be- like not a beginner's perspective, but just yeah. someone who isn't oh, yeah. necessarily that deep no, in the that's game. Good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I guess that's cool. We're getting a few different viewpoints. I wish we had video so you could see his outfit, but he yeah. looks like he's straight out of the game. Watch, watch dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I got watch the trench coat, plain black shirt. I got like black pants. I got some special field Air Forces on. Oh, like a dark skin Assassin's Creed. <laughs> hey, hey, better watch out this podcast. One of your hosts Anyways. won't be here no more. All right, let's, uh, let's kind of get into, like we did in the first episode, we provide a little backstory of how we kind of got into clothing. I mean, obviously you guys know how to dress somewhat right <laughs> I mean, somewhat. That's why a little I mean. bit a little, little yeah bit. tiny bit we bond over clothing so kind of tell them how you sort of first got introduced to like whether streetwear or just like better clothes <laughs> or just like anything like sneakers or whatever whatever it may be just like what's like just did you do it for did you do it for girls did you do it for well let's look? just let's just narrow it down to <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> why? Narrow, why one specific memory you had like growing up that changed the way you looked at like let's say streetwear or sneakers or whatever just like one moment that comes to your mind uh, I mean I've, I've told a lot of people this story but it's pretty much what like really set my mind to like getting really cool shoes or like asking my parents hey I need these sneakers is um, when my uncle first bought me my f- first pair of Jordans and their Retro 8s playoffs. Uh. Uh, before I had those shoes, I always get like Skechers, light-ups, you know, strap on top, whatever. That's, that's in now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't know why. If I catch you wearing that on the streets, please take them off. I don't want, I don't want to see you wearing gonna those. you're going to steal them and put them on <laughs> Nah, feet. never, never that. Um, but yeah, I remember like, you know, coming home one, one time from school, and this is like back in middle school, uh, there was like, you know, a black Jordan box sitting on like my dining room table. And I was like, man, what the fuck is this? So I open it and it was like there, like a, my first pair of Jordans. And I was just like, yo, this is so sick. I've never had a pair of Jordans. And ever since that, I wore those to till like, they died. To, till they died. Like yeah. they went from beaters to beyond beaters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're um, buried. They're buried. Yeah. And then I was fortunate enough, uh, four years later when they re-released the playoff eights to get another pair. And I have those still, like, you to still this have day. the old ones? Nah, I that is a funny story with those old ones. What did um, you do with them? So, uh, those really, really old ones. So, I mean, I'm gonna go off record for this, but uh, Where we pretty much I got a, <laughs> pretty much I got a free pair of of new playoff eights by using the old ones. What? So what you're saying is. What I'm saying is, you know, back back then, um, each of the shoes had the same style and color code. Actually, had the same UPC too. Oh, you talking about you? You traded up. You finessed. You I traded mean, up. Personally, in the store. I did it. Oh no. Personally, I did it. The person who bought it for me actually did. Oh I didn't no. Know, I didn't know that's what he did at the time, but like when I got older, and he actually told me the story, I was like, yo. You stole. All right. Well, this is the first <laughs> and no last time you'll be hearing. Is not an advocate for stealing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thievery. I, I don't. I don't approve of thieves. All right, Marco. All views are my own and in no way. And those <laughs> are my, my employer. employer. Yeah. Okay, other Marco, let them know how you became, quote unquote, into streetwear. So for me, it really didn't start until honestly, probably until I got college. Like 
in terms of just like designer and like Supreme, Babe, like more like the hype shit that people really know about, I wasn't really, I'd see it, but I, I had no idea how to copy it. I wasn't like really savvy with the internet back in the day. Like for me, it was just what I would see people wearing. My main influences were really just my cousin, like at the time, whatever he would wear, I'd be like, oh shit, that looks hella cool. Like, <laughs> I would like, I see that, I, it would really be about the way he was carrying himself and like how he felt confident in what he was wearing. I was like, well, shit, like, if he's, like, rocking that shit, I, I probably could do the same thing in my own way, and, like... Well, he was uh, wearing, like, Supreme and stuff? Nah, it wasn't even, like, brand names like that. It was just, like, local brands, like, Breezy. Oh, we had okay, Kids, okay. And, like, sometimes Booyer Kids would have a warehouse sale. Yeah. Cash out, you know, get, like, 10, 10 shirts, 5 hoodies for less than, like, 20. <laughs> And it, and it would just be like what I'd wear. What does that say about quality? <laughs> <laughs> what is she doing? I just I would just feel That's comfortable. Crazy. Like I wasn't really worried about what others were worried about the time because like it was high school. You feel me? Yeah. Like I had as long as you had a female and she liked what you were wearing, it didn't really matter what everybody else. Thought. That's true. And that's really I felt like I, a lot of people in high school did wear stuff to flex on other guys. Yeah, yeah. Especially like, I'm like, more bro, now, like, so, Some yeah. people would yeah. come through, like, Facts. fitted and be, like, telling others, like, hey, man, look at this, look at this. And, like, the girls wouldn't even notice what brand you wearing. It's just, like, you're really just, people were really just stepping to, like, on their homies. And I was like, I'm not really trying to spend money just to do that. Like, I'm like, a lie did that in high school for sure. <laughs> man, I had to flex on the upperclassmen, like, mm. just because oh, I'm young and I'm short. <laughs> yeah, I don't got fire. <laughs> That's when, that's when it kind of that's like I remember I forgot somebody told me like if you don't got hype you got heart and it's like mm, I didn't have the I didn't have the hype back then but you know I had I had everything else going so sounds like that's from like that's a fucking sports a, movie that's a great yeah, that little little bar right hey, there take notes take nuggets. notes that's a great bar let's kind of get into um, like a more like broader you know subject of just like you know we all started with our initial brands that we kind of you know started to like off top Jordan for you. Like other, like other, like streetwear, smaller brands for you. But like, let's talk about like a good dichotomy of brands of like Nike and Adidas, right? Ooh, all right, yeah. There's a lot down. of shit lately coming out for both of them. They're releasing crazy <laughs> collaborations. You got crazy, like crazy influencers, crazy celebrities, you know, repping both. I Who's feel like it's not even just them though. Like you see Puma, like Puma's Puma's, Puma's hiring people. Under Armour just tired of big names. That's true. You know? yeah, yeah, that's true. So what do you guys think of, like, the current landscape of, like, sneakers as far as, like, Nike and Adidas going at it? And who do you think is actually in, like, the top spot and why? I know that's kind of, like, a loaded th- question, but I mean, anyone can answer. Even you, I'm Ryan, gonna go like, first. You, go ahead. I think Adidas is killing it right Ooh. now. I think so? Like, in, in, in every sense. Like, now we're not just talking, like, lifestyle or, like, just, like, well, obviously, they, they lose in basketball. That's not even a, a question. Yeah. But, like, everything outside of that is lifestyle, influence, and skateboarding. They're fucking all over the place. Like, yeah. Nike SB shoes are considered to be, like, kind of whack and played out now. They're worn by what, like, Nike Houston is the wackest, like, non-stylish skateboarder there is. So what does that say about when he's wearing the shoes? Yeah. And everything about, you know, Adidas is just, like, it's just, it's what's in right now. I think it's, it's the shit that's trending. Yeah. I mean, for me... I think Adidas, like you said, is killing it as far as, like, the lifestyle and, like, skateboard yeah. aspect. But I think both brands have two different approaches. I think yeah. Nike is definitely going for more of the performance aspect of things, whereas Adidas is focused more on, like, the lifestyle, kind of, yeah. like, athleisure kind of thing. So I think it's kind of apples and oranges in that sense. But at the same time, they are competitors. Um, I don't know. 
I've always just been partial to Nike. Like, I grew up yeah. wearing Nike. I never really wore Adidas. Uh, every time I would get shoes, like, people would buy me shoes. Like, my brother, it'd always be Nike or Jordan. Yeah. Like, I think I don't, Adidas didn't really have anything going for them back then, aside from... Okay, like, back then, yeah, that's fine. Like, they yeah. had that one little peak moment when, like, Run DMC, you know, with the Adidas, boom, that's it, right? Yeah. That's their biggest peak they're ever going to get, probably. You know what I mean? Maybe Yeezys is, like, pretty damn close. Yeah. But it's still, like, in terms of right now, yeah, who's who's going hard right now? Like, who's killing it? Oh, I mean, are we talking every, just, like, straight numbers, or are we talking, like, just... Well, num- numbers like versus versus what's hot is, is a little bit different sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Because you can have a hot-ass shoe, but it... Like, like for example, like, a Jordan 5 that sells over, like, millions of pairs, right? Like, they're mm-hmm. considered hot, but, I mean, they're still sitting in outlets. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, if you look at anything that's Adidas, like, I swear to God, you go on, like, a... On the explore page on Instagram, you just type in like hypebeast, you'll see everybody wearing NMDs or Yeezys or whatever. You know what I mean? I don't know. I think Nike is slowly coming back with all um, with the collaborations that they're, that they're doing and just like all the new stuff that they're coming out with, like the Vapor Max, like that's been yeah. incredibly popular. Um, collaborating with like Off White, Undefeated recently, like Comme des Garcons, like <sighs> everybody. Like I feel like they just peak. Like it's like it's like a wavelength. It's just like collaboration boom and they go back down collaboration boom then they come back down i think adidas is like they're just at a steady like like a steady 70 percent throughout the entire way yeah just like they're They're just constantly going you know what i mean like like air force one just came back like two years ago but i feel like something like like shell toes have been like living for a a while you know Uh, i feel like the same could be said about air force ones like those never really went out of style Uh, it's just it was it just depends on like the geographical region i think like we see it out here but man you look at something like new york and like it's like both like they're both on the same level yeah i just think adidas is just i don't know what they're doing but it's just cool i mean it, it it makes me want to wear it, but I, I still don't fuck with it that much. Yeah. I just I just think that they're the most influential brand right now. Yeah. All right. What do you What do you guys think? What's your take on that? Whoever. Go ahead. Uh, like similar to Nate, like I always just grew up repping Nike. Like it was it was Nike this, Nike that, and every, whenever it was a pair of, like Adidas shorts, and you see it, and like nah, it looks a little bit lower quality. You're like you just yeah. there's a certain bias you have, or I had towards Adidas products, and I just never really fucked with it. Or I guess I fucked with their cleats, but I was, I was just perform- <laughs> pure performance-wise, you know? Yeah. But as far as I've seen it, like, I've always seen Nike on the top. Adidas is kind of just always playing catch-up. Yeah. And that's what I've seen recently. Like, I see, like, the things they're doing, like, the collaborations and stuff. But for me, what really sticks out is, like, their boost. Like, boost is really what's carrying the brand forward right now. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. I feel like they're relying on it too much. Like, sure, they're bringing in influencers and stuff just to, like, try to push their product. But I just see Nike, like, on top of their game, like, yeah. their product is just, it's, like you said, more performance-based. Like. Th- yeah, just to kind of interrupt a little bit, uh, I think the reason why I gravitate towards Nike a little bit more is because I feel like they're always innovating. Like, Adidas is maybe, like, Adidas may be what's trending, yeah. like, what's in style. But I think Nike continues to push the envelope as far as, like, what's possible for clothing or sneakers or things yeah. like that. Well, I mean, I, if you look at it this way, it's kind of like a double-edged sword. Nike innovates all the time, but sometimes they innovate so much that it's kind of outlandish for a lot of people to where they're kind of hesitant to really gravitate towards something that's not really 
what's what's really known. So nah, like, I'd be turned off by their shit sometimes. Yeah. Like y'all be doing too much. Like just yeah. keep it simple. And I think that's what Adidas does like the best at is just keep it simple. Like you, they might overdo shit too. Like not to say like Boost hasn't been like the most like drawn out thing like Adidas has done in a while, but it's just like I don't know. I just I just see it everywhere. I see it a lot more. Like if if ninety sevens are back and ninety sevens are popping for like Air Maxes, why do I still see people in like NMDs and shit? You know what I mean? Like price points nah, a little bit different. But I just I just see it way way too much. Maybe it's just because we're around a bunch of Asians. But <laughs> so I just I just see it a lot more. Well, for me, I see the NMDs is like the new Roshi. Like yeah, that's what I like read like. Everybody, like, everyone is wearing fucking Roshis. Like, there's, they're not Roshis. NMDs, like, there's no, I don't see anyone being, like, they can have a certain colorway, but it's still an NMD. Like, there's no real, like, no one's being unique in, like, what they buy. They're just buying NMD, Boost, or anything in that, like, Yeezys. that category. Or the EQTs, like, those are the three silhouettes I see often. And then, yeah, the Yeezys, like, if you, if people, like, I don't know what it is now, but whenever I'm at work, like, if people have a pair of Yeezys, they're like, on top of the fucking world, like, you can't <laughs> even touch it. They're just saucing. I'm like, bro, it's a pair of Yeezys. Yeah, I would never wear them. I don't think I yeah. could. Yeah, I mean, if we we're talking about like in relative to like time and everything, you feel get like boost NMDs stuff like that. Compared to like the silhouettes that Nike makes all the time, those are still relatively new. Yeah. It's still like refreshing to put like on the market for like streetwear, especially for performance. So in my opinion, I don't really think it's more of like, you know one company going for more of the athleisure or the other companies going for performance because in my eyes both those companies are doing that i feel like they're 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 like taking a piece of the pie that not the other person is taking like if you think of it as like a giant hole they're all putting in inputs in it but they're all combining to this giant piece so they're not like trying to take over one they're just adding to it i don't think they're i, I don't i don't think adidas is trying to be the most like like high tech performance wise, you know what I mean, or else they'd be trying to make spacesuits, you know, because Nike's already <laughs> Nike's already doing like the fucking impossible, so they really have no choice, you know what I mean? Yeah, they're always calling it like the the Air Max killer, or you know, like if you're mm-hmm. if you're trailing behind, you're gonna try to compare yourself to the person that's leading, then you already lost. You're not comparing yourself to yourself. You're comparing yourself to the com- the competitor. Yeah. So. You lose it off top, so it doesn't really matter. But I just think that they're like they're just all over the place right now. I just see it too much. Even with celebrities, man. Like, I mean, you have like your standard Nike celebrities, but those are like more people that are like more. Like you look at a Virgil. You look at a who else was that in in like their like the whole off white sort of collaboration that was sort of like repping it the most. You know what I mean? Um, I mean like. Don C, Don C, like those are all those are all people that if you told a, you told like the standard person on the street, maybe like a person from Europe, person from China, they'd be like, "Who the fuck is Don C?" Yeah. But if you were to be like, "Oh, do you know who Pharrell is? You know who who, who Kendall, else is there?" Kendall, Kylie, no, she's like. Poof. Well, you can't you can't ignore the fact that Nike has made the biggest move in getting an influencer. That's Kendrick Lamar with the Cortez. Oh man, he hasn't done shit for it yet. Whoa, yeah. whoa, but still, he just jumped on. Still, like yeah. he, he's still new. He 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 has not. He was with Reebok. He but didn't still shit for Reebok. <laughs> yeah. But still, that's a pretty big move because where he comes from and where the Cortez is actually a really good landmark for you know put two and yeah, two together. I mean, that's soon to come it, out. It big. is a good match, but. I mean, just have another Cortez anniversary. You probably sell more Cortezes, so that you can't really say that there's like correlation yet until you see like until he releases like some sort of like signature colorway or model or something like that. Yeah. 
Because I think if you would have worn Air Forces, the Air Forces would have sold, or if you would have worn whatever. But I think the Cortez, like, obviously it matches. It's a, a great pickup, but I just haven't seen it kind of manifest itself in anything yet. I don't know. Just, like, the whole landscape of sneaker culture is, like, completely different than what it used to yeah. be. Like, it's, to me now, it just seems like kind of just like a cash grab for, like, whoever influencer they can get yeah. on board their team. Um but I mean, I don't know. I'm obviously we're gonna be try to we're gonna try to be as unbiased as possible <laughs> uh, when we're talking about stuff like this. But um, I mean, of course, everything, including like our childhood, the way that we grew up, like all that stuff's gonna kind of influence our decision on who we think is uh, like leading or who's at the top right now. Um, but. I don't know. I just, you, I mean, it, it, it's a different time, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Like, shoes aren't meant to be worn anymore. They're meant to just be bought and resold. So it's hard to really tell who's doing what when nobody's actually, like, really wearing them to wear them anymore. Like, there's no passion behind wearing the shoe. Yeah. You know, like, if it's even, like, with that, like, all the, like, off-white Nike collection, like, you probably see maybe, like, a majority of that being resold. And, like, the real people, like, the real people will actually wear them. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's how it's always been, but you see it kind of taper towards, all right, let's fucking resell that shit. Yeah. So how do you know if it's even having that big of an impact on the culture if it's just being resold rather than, like, cherished and worn, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it's hard to really tell yeah. nowadays. Yeah, I don't know. What do, you, what do you guys think? What do you guys think about just the general way that things are going in terms of, like, streetwear culture or sneaker culture or anything like that? I mean, I get, honestly, deep down, I get so upset when I see someone buy, like, some really dope-looking sneakers, and they just resell it. It's like, why why even buy it? Like, okay, I get it, and you want to, like, make money off of it, you want to, like, you know, make some sort of profit, but, like, you know, if you're really, like, a sneakerhead or you have some sort of, like, you know, hand sneaker culture... Just, like, buy the shoe for yourself. Rock that stuff. Well, let's like. get an opinion from a real reseller, Marco. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Tell us why Marco you... Marco uh, Martinez. Why, when it comes know. to, like, a like a, like a a nice shoe, like a, a rare shoe, and, like, say it's worth some sort of money, say you're only reselling Adidas, right? Like, why would you even spend... Like, where's the investment nowadays? Well, I mean... There isn't me, an investment. For me, like, when I decide to resell a shoe, like, the only shoes I've really resold in the last year was strictly being Yeezys and that's just because I can't see myself wearing it I know there's a demand for it like knowing that there's a like a little dude like a little kid out there's gonna pay me $800 for it I'm like why not well, that's, that's a paycheck true. right there yeah like, that's true it'd be stupid. like if I know I'm not gonna wear the product and I don't even like the product I'm literally just getting it because I know there's a market for it but like if there's a, if there's a hype that shoe like I know one shoe I'll never sell is the Ronnie Feig Ultra Boost like that shit is just fire, and it's just, like, it holds sentimental value because of the story I have for how I got it. Like, I don't know. I, like, for me, like, that shoe's holy grail. I could never get rid of it. Tell that story. So, <laughs> I mean, I've told a few people this, but for the, if you guys don't know, the Ronnie Feig Ultra Boost, it was a part of a, the Astrid pack, I think, last December. What color was it? It was just, like, a multi-color mid-boot uh mid-collar uh, ultra boost yeah, yeah, yeah. it was fire it was like the first time anybody had seen a mid ultra boost and as soon as i saw like the leaked pictures i was like oh shit that's me like from the fashion show like the fashion week pictures that they had taken from that i was like fuck that shit's crazy like 
I've never seen a boost like that. And then the day of, I was at work. I was like, fuck, I'm going to miss out on the release. I was in an Uber on my way home. It dropped in the, in the middle of the Uber. I was on my phone, and, like, every step of the way like, of me copying this shoe, the, the, the website would just crash. It hit me with that <laughs> error 404. Yeah. I would refresh it, and it would, all, it would just take me to the next step. All the step. way back. No, nah, it wouldn't even take me back. It would just take me to the next step as if nothing had happened. Now, I kept tripping. I was like, there's no way this is happening. <laughs> then I finally walk up to my door, and I'm, like, sprinting. The light's not on, so, like, I can't see shit. Yeah. I'm banging on the door, like, yo, let me in. I need to connect to the Wi-Fi. Like, let me in, bro. <laughs> and yeah, my roommate was trying to cop across his, like, across the hallway. He's trying to cop the same shit. Yeah. So it was just, like, a real, like, crazy fucking chain of events. And then next thing I know, I get that email confirmation. I was like, <laughs> It's always the ones you have to work for that make it the best. Yeah, and I think like little moments like that like still exist out there for people who really appreciate yeah. sneakers. But I think the question that I kind of want to ask you guys is that do you think reselling or just that whole kind of culture of buying to sell just because you know there's a market for it, do you think that's like detrimental to like the culture or do you think it's just business business you know business as usual bro it yeah has nothing to, i feel like for me it has nothing to do with the culture it's just like i need to make some money yeah i found a way to make it yeah I'm gonna make it i don't care about any of that like it's just strictly business for me it's a it's a good way of looking at it. i i think it does hurt like yeah like sneakers, in the grand scheme of things it do you does. think it really sneaker is. culture started from wearing sneakers like yeah. you can't deny that so if you take every person that buys a pair of sneakers and you sell it, then that person doesn't have a pair of sneakers to wear, so that culture remains stagnant. You know, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Once you throw on the, that pair of shoes, it bumps up, yeah. and there you go. You have you have culture or whatever. Yeah. So if you're getting rid of that and you're reselling it, then the culture turns into, rather than an actual culture, it turns into a business. Yeah. So, but either way, people are still wearing it regardless. Like, you, you're selling hundreds of thousands of pairs of rare shoes. Somebody's going to have it. Somebody's going to wear it. That person's going to throw it online. Yeah. A million other people are going to see it. So it continues. But, at, you know, at the very bottom of those comments, it's, it's, it's like, how much are you selling those yeah. for? Or, like, <laughs> what you're being, what you're buying now? Like, yeah. like it's either way, somebody's going to want to buy it. Somebody has that disposable income to pay for your shoes, whether it's a fucking celebrity or... The kid down the street, they're going to pay yeah. thousands of dollars for your shoes. And I think it just goes hand in hand with just, like, products being more accessible because yeah. of, like, the internet. Like, I think that just propelled reselling and all of that um, to, like, That's another so, level. It's so crazy, dude. Yeah. You, you could get, like, instead of those, like, undefeated Air Max 97s, mm -hmm. it didn't just launch in one undefeated. It launched it in, what, five plus online? Yeah. Like, it makes it, it makes it limited but not limited in a sense yeah like if it's that easy to cop online why the f why the, where the where is this the culture of waiting for the shoe the excitement to get the shoe the excitement yeah. to wear the shoe you know wear it day of with the socks and the bag and the shirt and the sweater to match you know yeah. i guess that i guess in that sense it kind of kind of diminishes like the significance of like the kind of sense of community that yeah. you got from like camping out at releases and just talking to like people who are interested in the same stuff as you or just stuff like that, you know, and that's just where kind of being in touch. Comes from, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's yeah. from the interactions and all that stuff. Yeah, so that you have with other people. Where does it go when everything is now e-commerce and yeah. digital? Yeah. To forums, and even then, it's not really real. Yeah. You know, I mean, and I, you can say it is because Hypebeast forums, you know, blew up and made it into what it is today. But it's like there's ups and downs to this thing. Yeah, I don't know. I just think, like we said, and I think 
literally every other episode we did, I think we're just moving at such a fast pace that no one really takes the time to make real connections in terms of like, um, just even talking with other people about like stuff that they're interested in or, you know, but you know what what actually is a good point to that. And like to, to argue that is like round two has developed that sort of community now, like people go in there to like resell, but then those are the same people that come in to buy and the same people that come in to wear. So they're like, it's like a, like a bargaining system and trading system. So it somehow pushes the culture forward, but it also pushes it back. So it's like a giant cyclone effect of like, where's it even going now? Yeah, and what I like uh, what I like about places like that is that they're kind of like an encyclopedia for people. Yeah. Um, just to learn more about anything and everything kind of streetwear related or anything. That it they takes that on. one person that works at a store like that yeah. to educate the people that come and shop there. Like, yeah going into like a, a riff or going into like a prestige and you have that dude who's just like oh those are the 89 whatever you remember when Jordan did this and blah blah yeah. blah I'm just like holy shit like I thought these were just Jordans I was trying to resell but now yeah. you just taught me a whole other thing I want to keep them now yeah. like <laughs> and I think it's I think it's up to those kind of people to kind of keep pushing things forward and kind of to keep like kind of, it's their job to keep reminding people of how it used to be yeah. and the way that things kind of should be um, even though obviously times are changing like very rapidly um i think it's important to kind of just remember like what this beginning of the culture those are like very one-off type situations like the only person that's ever like really come from that sort of market of like i you sell to me i sell to you but i also instill you with knowledge type situation is sean witherspoon like that's the only person that's ever like come out from that and like done more for the community i mean i'm just talking about people in general like it could doesn't have to be someone who's trying to sell you something it could just be someone who's interested in you know different shit i think it's who's been like in the game for a long time i think it's their job to kind of um kind of keep that memory alive you know what i'm saying yeah i don't even think we're ogs no not even no not even close (laughs) not even close not even no for sure like when they were doing huff campouts i was probably like in fourth grade yeah exactly like i didn't get into this shit until like maybe 2004 2005 which is still like a pretty long time ago but it's it's relatively like new and that's and that's that's crazy you know what i mean like it just shows how and it's not that big of like an era of streetwear like streetwear hasn't been that big of a thing you know what i mean like in terms of like it recently just became like i don't want to say mainstream but i mean that's i guess that's the word that you could use mainstream yeah well i i feel like it's it's just gonna do like that whole thing of just like how like vintage comes back it's just gonna do like this one way of history repeating itself over and over again yeah but I, I'm I'm afraid of what the next trend is. <laughs> yeah, we talked we talked about Yikes. this actually. Remember we were saying like m- like motorcycle like shit. Oh yeah, like fucking like BMX. Yeah, like BMX motocross, motocross stuff shit is gonna is be the new way. And then I went to Urban Outfitters and we we saw that. Yeah, I said you know it's over. Yeah, it's ended. <laughs> started and it's ended. Can't hop within on that. One week. <laughs> <laughs> Go to like a store you see like uh, was that one brand like Metal Militia? Come yeah. Back? You're going to see that on ASAP Rocky in a couple weeks. Oh, Speaking no. of ASAP Rocky. Oh, yeah. Um, we're going to move on to our next topic, I guess. Uh, this is fucking surprising. ASAP Rocky signing a with, deal or with a new partnership with Under Armour. Yeah. How do you how do you guys feel about that? What do you guys think about Does that? Does Under Armour even have anything like sportswear? I think it's. I think there's like a like there's like another thing that they're trying to do in regards yeah. to like their partnership. It's more so like 
I'm not sure if it's more so with the community or like something like that. Yeah, that's what I heard. I heard they're doing more of like a community-based thing where they're trying to open more like uh, just facilities and like have more yeah. events for like uh, younger people or just people in general um, to kind of build a community around like sport, I guess. And I think thinking about it in that sense, it's like a good move because if and it's surprising, like, ASAP Rocky couldn't have gone to, like, a Nike or an Adidas and be like, hey, like, I'm, the, you know, the biggest fashion icon there is currently with, you know, that group of kids. Give me some money and let me, you know, progress whatever it is that you guys want to do because yeah. people are going to follow me. I don't know why Under Armour is the one that has to attach to him, you know what I mean? Because yeah, it is a bad look. Like, you hear that off top and you just think, he's not wearing Currys. You know what I yeah. mean? He's not going to wear any of the shoes. It's not really anything he can wear. Or maybe he will, and if just he does, catches all shit, off guard. Man, I'm definitely not buying them, but he'll <laughs> probably look dope on the red carpet. Shit. I don't know. I just don't see the connection there. Like it just—it seems weird. It doesn't really seem like it would be an organic kind of partnership, you know? Yeah, like you know, sometimes the most unorthodox moves are like the best moves. I just—it's—it's it's just a bit confusing because there's no context to it. Like yeah, if it was like a like a Chance the Rapper in Under Armour, that would make sense because he's all about the kids, he's all about Chicago, he's all about that, right? Like, that would make sense. Yeah. Because Under Armour has, like, one of the biggest kids, like, programs in terms of, like, their apparel and all that <laughs> shit, and footwear, whatever. Yeah. So that makes sense, but having somebody like ASAP Rock is just, like, Harlem youth? Like, you know what I mean? Like, who, who are we Question targeting? Mark. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It is a little bit confusing, but I'm sure there's an overall, like, agenda that they have. I mean, yeah, and just to bear in mind, there's no sort of, like, there's no details on what their partnership actually entails. It's just kind of... Or what their first move is. Yeah, exactly, or anything like that. It's just all we know is that ASAP Rocky is partnering up with Under Armour. So we can kind of speculate and kind of guess what they're going to be doing, but, I mean, either way, I'm still very confused and don't know what to think of it. I'm still a fan of ASAP Rocky. I just... I don't know what he's gonna be wearing now. It just yeah. sounds a little bit weird. He's gonna be wearing like un- like long sleeve Under Armour. <sighs> he's gonna like have the tops. layers. The layers. He's gonna have the longer Under Armour. He's gonna have. He's just gonna wear like a shooting sleeve, like Whoa. permanently. <laughs> look like AI. <laughs> <laughs> no, but let's talk about that then. Let's talk about just kind of like in the past. Have we we've seen like different rappers sort of attached to different brands, right? Yeah. Like we're talking like there's big name rappers like like a Jay Z, right? He was yeah. with with Reebok. Or like Kanye with or Nike. Kanye with Nike. Yeah. Why the fuck doesn't Jay Z get a Nike deal? Like he wasn't big back then to get a Nike deal. They're the retroing the Rockefeller Air Force that's, Ones. Did you see that? I saw. That. I did see that. That's kind of. But sick. why wouldn't why wouldn't somebody with and I'm not gonna I hate using the word clout, but that's a very useful term in this sense. You could have just said influence or something like that. Okay, his reach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With somebody of the reach of his magnitude, like back then, yeah. big pimping, like fucking everything at yeah. the time. Like why couldn't he have gotten a Nike deal? I don't know. I mean, back then, like, being an influencer, quote-unquote, wasn't really a thing. Like, you, like, Nike back then wasn't necessarily concerned about any of that. They were, like, they were so deep in, like, the athletic. Yeah, exactly. They were so deep with, like, athletics that they didn't even give that any, like, was the first, like, non-Nike, non-athlete person that they had, like, collaborated with? Do you know? Was it a rapper? I don't know. That's a good question. I'm, um, I mean, yeah. Kanye. I don't know. Was it Kanye? I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. It um, could be. Was there anybody? I mean, it's not really a collaboration, but like someone to wear like a signature shoe, like back back in the day. Maybe like color, like their own colorway at least. Like yeah. that's Eminem had his own Jordan. Eminem had oh, Jordans. Oh yeah. yeah. 
I feel like like Infinity whenever you watch Cribs, you ever see them? They're like, oh, yeah. this is my my exclusive colorway. Yeah, it's like a one of one. But I mean, yeah. like, but I mean, like a a shoe that actually like an actual collaboration, like an that, advertised like, cl- collaboration. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. you, if hype beast existed back in the day, you can go on and see like, oh, this person collaborated with Nike on mm-hmm. this shoe. But it's just kind of like Kanye is the first person that comes to mind. I like, yeah. think I mean, like, so. Yeah, thing, like the I mean? biggest. I think the biggest most influential one so far like it's probably true actually. yeah 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 so, so it's just weird like why the fuck doesn't jay-z get like he he was like kanye at the time yeah you know, like why why couldn't he have been the one to break the barrier i don't know barrier? i mean like i said they were just too focused on sports and athletics like they didn't really care about any of that plus jay-z didn't really need the money i that's mean he doesn't true. really need the money he's talking but reebok though yeah that's true i don't know <laughs> jesus christ but that is terrible. Nike said we're just somewhere else. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Like you said, it's just, it's just in more of like a athletic sports performance type thing. They weren't trying to boost the community. They were selling Air Forces. Like, like they were nothing at yeah, the point. Yeah. So, just like, why do we need another rapper? Yeah, Nelly's exactly. talking about our shit anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Two pairs. Exactly. Um, all right. Let's get into a, uh, another topic. And I mean, we've kind of talked about it, but we actually haven't had the chance to really dive into it, which is something that we should have done last week, but we kind of lost the episode. Sorry, guys. Let's talk about Off White. We didn't have a chance to talk about that. Oh, yeah. I guess we could like briefly talk about yeah, it. Talk um, about <laughs> yeah. How, so how do you feel about it all? Like initial, you know, you see the leaked images, you see what Virgil's doing with, you know, cult classic silhouettes yeah i mean i think like we talked about in the preview the first take of episode five <laughs> i think it was a it was a pretty risky move to do a collaboration not not only on one shoe but with 10 shoes yeah. um and i think it was risky in the fact that he chose to do classic silhouettes like the air max 90 and notably like the jordan one or the presto like those are all very classic shoes yeah. and for someone to do a collaboration with those shoes and completely rework them, like yeah. that takes a lot of skill it and it does. takes like a lot of guts. You know what kind of sucks and just thinking about that is like the Dornbecker Freestyle Collection. Yeah. With kids who have terminal terminal like diseases. Yeah. They don't even get a jo- like a like a, a nice shoe. They'll get like one nice Jordan and then they get like a Harachi run or yeah. like some other An black silhouette. Like, yeah. Why is why is Virgil get ten? That's a good question. That's a good question. <laughs> well, if I were to make like an educated guess, each of those shoes, if you looked at them, had like a like a really big impact in terms of technology. You're talking and about, uh, oh, you mean like Virgil's like choice? Virgil's choice. Oh, like yeah, yeah. That's, had, that's, that's undeniable. Like you got, for Air Max, it's got Air. You got that uh, Vapor Zoomfly 2%. That's like X-Foam, stuff like that. All these different technologies that you got in there. To be able to rework all that into... Uh, have them become the things that they are. I think that's really, really huge. Yeah. Really big thing. Um, I like how he made streetwear dumbed down in a sense. Like, he made it simple for the people who don't know what like, streetwear just is. Like, take it, like, uh, it's just so simple now. He's literally just labeling stuff. This is a shoe in quotations. This yeah. is where the air unit is. Yeah. This is foam. This is a Jordan. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's just, I guess that's just the way he thinks with this sort of background in, um, what is it, architecture? Yeah, architecture, with engineering, engineering, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. I think that's that's really cool. It's, uh, am I gonna buy it? Probably not. Yeah, you probably will. Did I win it? Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> 
But some people did, and some people actually bought it. So yeah, some people shout actually out went to, to New York to actually get their pair. Shout yeah. out to y'all. Yeah, shout you out to the people are. who are traveling across the country to buy a pair of shoes. You idiots. The <laughs> 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 trip costs more than the shoes, unless you resell that what, bitch. What but now you you're broken even. <laughs> no way. Um, shit. What else is going on in 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 streetwear news or just n- news in general? Not there's not too much. I haven't I haven't heard too much of a buzz in in terms of. I mean, Ronnie just wear. had his uh, his whole kids show. He just displayed like his whole everything's got. In I'm the a big fan year. of the work that he puts into like collections. I'm a bigger fan of Emily Oberg and the work she puts into collections. <laughs> oh, Emily Oberg, um, oh my God. <laughs> really. Emily, that was Nate saying that, not Ryan. Uh, <laughs> All right, this episode's clear. done. Episode's <laughs> done. <laughs> what does Emily Oberg do, honestly? She's a creative director for women's kith, kith for women. Okay, but what else does she do aside from that? All you got to do is have an eye nowadays. Have an eye hey, for man, what? You're, you're reaching now, you're reaching. You do. That's all, uh, all you literally have to do is say, like, you, like this, looks good, <laughs> and that's it. That's what sells. Hey y'all, Ryan, Ryan oh, is is making so me mad. I'm not saying I'm not saying, I'm saying, I'm not saying right she's now. the best creative director in the world. I'm just saying that that's that's her job at, for for Kith is they pulled her because she's quote unquote chic and stylish and all that all that jazz. Uh, I wouldn't go that far, but I mean, sure, man. I mean, you? she's making money off of it. Uh, that's true. Wait, she's so, <laughs> so I mean, I Rocks. gotta get gotta give it to her, but yeah. For the most part, sporting rich. Okay, personal brands don't get you know <laughs> on, ingrained into right. people's work. But how do you feel about? I mean, I'm not a big fan of Kith to be honest. I'm a big fan of Kith, or at least like what it is in that it it's one of those stores that still try to tries to preserve like the sneaker culture things like that, yeah. um, and I. Th- I have a lot of respect for Ronnie Fag just from like his background, the way that he came up working yeah. at a shoe store, things like that. Yeah. That was a good, uh, what was it called? Blueprint? Blueprint. Yeah. yeah. If you guys haven't yeah. seen Blueprint, definitely watch that on Complex. That was really, really good. good series. But anyway, yeah, I just have, um, just have a lot of respect for him from being able to grow his brand to what it is today. You know, yeah. it started out with like one store. Are you going to wear um, it though? I would actually. Would you? Yeah, I would. If you um, got free kith clothes, you would wear that? I would rock it, I'd yeah. Rock the shit okay. out of it, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't it know. It depends. I mean, like, some. it depends, because some of their collections are cool and would fit in with my style, but at the same time, like, some of them are like, all right. So if he know. gave you just big logo kith shirts, yeah, you're rocking rockin that? Yeah, I'm rocking it. I'm rocking yeah. it. I don't know about all that, man. I'm not going to rock it, like, the way that That's what I was going to say. That's it, what I thought. I'm going to, like, you know, put my own little twist some, on it. Some you know? joggers and no, some... I'm not yeah, wearing joggers. Some joggers, I'm off that. <laughs> yeah, I'm off that. <laughs> All right. What is one brand that no matter if somebody were to give you free clothes from that, you would never wear? Anti-social, social. <laughs> oh, off no. time. Oh, oh time. my God. What is it that you have against Ass Club? I just... Everything, man. I, <laughs> the quality sucks. I hate what they stand for. And people just buy into it because they see it on the internet. We have friends that wear ass clothes. Yeah, we do. I'm not going to hate on them, but I hate the brand. Like, hey, friends out there that wear this brand, do you. Like, wear it all you want. I'm not going anywhere near that shit. Okay, how do you you feel about, like, when when you say, like, there's a trend that you hate or a brand that you hate, like an ass club. Yeah. And you see your friend wear it or you see, like, people you know wear it. Is it like a... 
you do you or is it is it like a like a slight judgment I just want to know the reasoning behind it. Like, if it's a genuine reason, like, I'm like, do you, man? But if it's really just they're trying to... Yeah, exactly, the crowd, exactly. Like, they saw somebody else and, like, fuck it, I can be like them. Like, but how do you know it's not? I mean, like, how do you draw a genuine connection to a brand called Antisocial Social Club that has no sort of, like, <laughs> has no sort of... I don't know, man. There's people out there that wear it. I don't personally own anything from them but I, mean, I mean like, like it has no credibility within like the streetwear realm at all like aside from okay neek working at stussy like i can be doing his thing. at a store you know like yeah <laughs> i mean like why there. like why should it be culturally relevant like what what sets it apart why should it be this popular i don't think you can answer that question with a deeper answer than Oh, it's part of like this trendy, like I'm sad, emotional, fucking. Oh, that's things. the worst. The, it's uh, the worst era in streetwear ever. Yeah, I the, think the that's, dark times. Yeah, I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think you can chalk it down to that for sure. It's like if you, if I asked you, oh, why is Antisocial Social Club so popular? Why, why do you think people connect with it? Man, because everyone's depressed nowadays. That's why I know. But there's no real reason. Like nowadays, people just throw a non-meaningful logo and catchphrase on a t-shirt and yeah. call it a brand call yeah. it a day it doesn't make sense nowadays because like if you look at somebody like a uh, benny gold is like a really good example of like his attachment to the brand and everything he believes in is yeah. within each graphic yeah but with like an ass club t-shirt it just sounds it sounds crazy you're like, literally getting one design in different colors every season and you're buying it for yeah i don't hundreds of dollars I don't get what it. the fuck are you doing I don't know. Yeah, their collections are stupid. Like, get weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Express right. your individualism. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, there's there's hundreds of brands that are doing that shit. But like, what's that? What's to say? Like, there's like some of our favorite brands ha- haven't done that in the past. Where it's like we still like the box logo because it's the same shit every every season. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, I mean, even that has like a bigger backstory. It's yeah. like a like a deeper backstory to it uh, than like antisocial social club, you know? Like, yeah. like I don't, I don't, I don't really like Supreme anymore, but I get where it comes from. Like I understand that it has roots. Yeah. Um, like in like the culture of streetwear, skateboarding, things like that. So I respect it in that sense, but I don't know. I just can't get behind this fucking <laughs> ass club. I'm not gonna lie, bro. When I first, like, when I was first getting into streetwear and I was just browsing Instagram one day, I happened to stumble upon Wiz Khalifa's and I saw, that was the first time I ever saw a hoodie like that. And I was like, oh, shit. I instantly just went anti-social, social club. <laughs> a little quick Google search. But like, as, like, time went on, I was like, do I really want to wear a hoodie that says anti-social, social club? Like, what does that say about me, bro? That's like, true. Stay away. I was like, nah. <laughs> and then I saw the quality. I unapproachable, like, for sure. Unapproachable. <laughs> the first time I ever saw, like, one of the one of their hoodies, I looked at that. I was like, what the fuck? What like, the fuck that's, definitely, that's definitely not going to catch on. No. A week later, everybody and their moms was wearing it. Well, I think they started out with, like, hats first, didn't they? I remember when they first came out, they were yeah. just doing hats. Yeah, um, little side thing. Little, yeah, the ones on the side. I remember they only had, like, maybe two or three colors, and they had, like, a few tees on there. But other than that, they so didn't So how do much. we explain it's sort of the, the blow-up of a brand like this? Probably just Instagram the fucking rolls. internet, man. <laughs> just Instagram. the internet and people out there. I think what it has a lot to do with is celebrities looking for 
like weird low, shit. Not weird shit, but just stuff that's more low key, stuff that not everybody else is wearing. Mm. And then in turn, when they get seen wearing that, everybody else starts wearing that. You know so what I'm celebrities, saying? if you're listening to this, stop, stop doing that. Yeah, stop wearing cool shit. Please. Not not cool shit, but see, stop. that's the part that's kind of confusing is because like we want our favorite small brands to succeed, and we feel like the only way to do that is by reaching out some to sort of mass exposure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we we're all. We're all the type of like the, the the hipster mindset of like oh I like that like ain't nobody on that and yeah. once it blows up it's like oh, I don't fuck with that anymore yeah so it's like it's weird when it's a brand that we don't fuck with that blows up and it's like oh we still don't fuck with it but if it was like a brand that we fucked with that blew up we just be like yeah we off that now <laughs> <laughs> it's weird you know yeah yeah it's hard to explain weird times we're living in right now yeah, weird, very, times. Very no, weird times no no one's original these days like yeah just, I mean. We just shop at, at thrift stores nowadays. Yeah. We, we uh, travel back in time. Yeah. And we wear shit that nobody else is wearing. Yeah. That one-on-one shit that you can't get your hands on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's them. They're speaking for themselves. <laughs> yeah, right. anyways. What else we got? We got, there's four of us. I don't know, man. It's what? like fucking midnight right now. It is. It is. You know what? It's dragging on. All right, guys. We're going to we're gonna cut this one short because we have a, uh, we're going to try to put out another episode this week, we hope. Also, Marco's sick, so. Yeah. Trying he to did, he didn't sneeze here. once. He didn't sneeze. That's good. Yeah. yeah Applauded for that one. That's very good. That's very good. I'm, I'm going to throw some applause in the background of this audio. But anyways, that was, that was a good test to see if we could have multiple people on this show. Yeah. I think that was pretty good. I think this is their first and last time on the No Chance podcast. So, Anything uh, after midnight, they're done. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's episode five. Thanks for listening, guys. No Chance podcast. Peace. Later.